Hey, hey, guys. This is Molly Mushes back with another great week. Again, I'm one of the co-hosts. I'm Tiffany, and this is... I'm Jamila. Whoop, whoop. So, let's just check in. Um, let's see. What have I been up to? Working. I actually found um, some new online software to do with my group called Adaptive Mind, and they like that. So, that's been pretty cool. Um, I've been working out. I've been eating right. Um, I mean, that's about it. It's not much to do um, other than work out and eat right. I've been playing video games with my niece and nephew online, and we had, oh, so we had two family Zoom socials, which was really cool. It was nice to see all of my family because I hadn't seen them in a while due to COVID. Um, But yeah, that's basically been it for me. Tiffany, what about you? Um, So this week has been crazy, and it's only Tuesday. But I only said it because I had a lot of work to do. This was my last week of my classes. Um, I was supposed to graduate in May. But Mm -hmm. since COVID-19 is here, they're doing a virtual graduation, which I probably will not attend. Um, But I'll get them to send me that nice piece of paper in the mail. So, yeah. So I finally did my final project, which was like 50-some pages. Um, And I, I had three papers due this week the same day so i finished that all and i got an a so i'm done guys with my second part of my degree well certification so i felt like another degree i think it was another degree i'm done and all i heard was i won't be attending the (laughs) the virtual graduation like i didn't hear anything after that i don't know if it was me or you i got i got all my bars and my wi-fi well i didn't it didn't record Oh, okay. So you said the last thing I heard was about your graduation. Okay. So yeah. So graduation, they're going to probably send me a nice little piece of paper in the mail, my certification. Mm-hmm. Um, But I'm done with school. I, well, maybe I shouldn't say done with school. I'm done with school for now. It is really, really, really exciting because I got a little bit more free time and I can get some rest. Um, because I have not been sleeping with doing the projects and the teacher work, and I'm trying to renovate my house at home, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to check on my mother. So it's been a lot. But um, I did sign up for the fall. I signed up for my PhD program, so that's why I'm not done with school. I'm just done right now. But I am getting my PhD. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys just pray for me, and that's my update. Amen to that. Well, updates mm-hmm. are over. Let's get into the guest. Like we watched our podcast last week, we talked about creating a budget to pay off debt. And Tremaine is back. How you can maintain your budget and also how you can do with a savings. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get into our icebreaker because of course we gotta do an icebreaker. And tonight we're doing black, we're doing black car revokes um girls' night out. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Tiffany, you wanna ask the first one? Okay, all right. All right, so I think this is the first one. I can't tell, but it's gonna be the first one. So, what's the most important thing? She said, I'm ready for this. Be ready. <laughs> what's the most important 
important thing when it comes to his penis? A, it's clean and smells good. B, it's not too small. C, the hair is well-groomed. Or D, it's not too big. Uh, clean? We're going to go with clean. <laughs> yeah, I'm with the clean. We ain't with the <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm small. We need you to be clean. Okay, yeah. Make the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. Clean. I guess that's a, a complete consensus. We all want to go with clean. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the next one, according to Mama, what's the best best friend movie of all time? A. Waiting to Exhale. B. Karina, Karina, Karina. C. Set it off. Or D. The Color Purple. Oh. Oh. Mm. Okay, now it's the best what kind of movie? The best best friend movie of all time. The best best friend movie. I'm going to go with Waiting to Exhale. Mm, that's my movie. But set it off, though? For the team, like, I got to go with set it off. Fair. Yes. Tiffany? I'm debating over here. I mean, it's between <laughs> A and C. You know, I love waiting to exhale. It just depends. It just depends. Y'all know I like to think. Okay, I'll pick one today. Um, I'll go away. <laughs> I'll go away and exhale because the rest of them they all died <laughs> and set it off, <laughs> except for the last one. <sighs> That's it. That was my rant. Okay. So, how many men do you have to sleep with in a year to be considered a hoe? Is it A, more than one, B, more than five, C, more than ten, or D, it don't matter, hoes is winning? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to say C. More than ten? Yeah, because I feel like if you get to a point where you're not sure, like if you get pregnant, who the baby daddy is, then that might be the problem. I'm going to go with D. It don't even matter. <laughs> they out here in the bag, and we out here sitting at home debating on more. But they might get the corona. Look, you can't get the corona. Hey. Hey. You gotta do you gotta do to get the bag that you wanna get. I don't know. I wanna say C. Oh, C sounds a little safer. Um so I'm gonna do C. I'm gonna say C because I don't know what Jamila own. Okay. All right. So the next one. Bay say he trying to stick it in your butt during sex. How do you respond? A no, nigga, you crazy. B maybe on my birthday. C I've been ready. D, I hope you mean your tongue. Oh, let's say D, yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucked you by all now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with D too. I'm gonna go with D. Yeah, D. Well, don't <laughs> judge me, but I probably would say B, maybe on your birthday. Like, I'll try stuff like that. Try. Remember the word. That's a try. Not do it on a regular. <laughs> you got a constant man at home now, so. What that mean? People, the butt is made for an exit, not an entrance. 
Don't ever forget that. She said exit, not an entrance. With that, with the penis, the tongue, yeah, but the penis, nah, that's an exceptional occasion. That's like, ooh, that's like, ooh, I don't mind going to the hospital type night. Uh-uh. We can't see your whole face. We can't see half of it. I can't. Is it, can you see me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't do that Um, every day. So I'm going to have to say a special occasion, which would be the birthday. Okay. Give it back. Let's see. <laughs> Who is the best looking yellow dude of all times? Yellow. I ain't heard that in a long time. A, Shamar Moore, B, Boris Kojo, C, Common, or D, L, L, Cool J? Mm. Boris. Mm. I'm going to have to go with Common. Common does something to his soul. No, nah, I'm upset with him. Common's a little whore. He does something to everybody's soul. Big whore. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm never oh, going to. Oh, we forgot. Hoes is looking at all. Right, exactly. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, I've uh, never been a fan. Like, uh, I haven't been. i never been, like, infatuated with any of them, to be honest. But if I had to go with one, I would pick Shamar more without the cornrows. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just, it definitely did it for me. I was like, you out, brother, because I already let last year brothers in the first place, and you brought those hatchback cornrows. <laughs> All right. So, what gets you in the mood? A, wine and strawberries, B, sexy text messages, C, cuddling, or D, weed and Hennessy? <laughs> um, <laughs> wine and strawberries slash cuddling. Well, you, you gotta pick one on that. You pulling the Tiffany? Oh, okay. Hey, uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. It's wine and strawberries, though. <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna probably cuddling first. Yeah, I'm gonna put cuddling because if you feed me too much, if I drink too much, I'm gonna go to sleep. So fact. Don't do too much. <laughs> too much. I'm gonna say wine and leave the strawberries. Cause I don't like I don't like them like that. Just give me the wine. I don't even need that. I think most people don't, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So we're using the new recording thing tonight. So I'm hoping it's come out right. Kind of flashed up up on the screen so y'all can see us as we moving. Okay. So you can see down below tonight's topic is maintaining a budget and building a statement. Okay. So if you didn't watch last week, you missed out because last week we talked about how to build a budget to pay down debt. So now that we've built that budget, we want to talk about maintaining a budget because my issue than maintaining the budget. So I can sit here all day and write down my expenses and my income, and I know what's coming in, I know what's coming in, I know what's going out, but the issue is maintaining my budget so that I'm not overspending it, I'm not negative, or at the end of the month, I don't have money to pay for basic things like going out to dinner with friends or buying that t-shirt that I see in the mall that I like. So that's what we're going to be talking about Today, we're also going to be talking about building a savings account and the importance of building a savings account um, and getting the most out of your savings. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Let's, talk, let's do a recap. Just in case they missed last 
week episode, we talk about building a budget. You guys want to recap on what it is, um, how to build it, and I guess some tactics that people should have taken away from last week's podcast. Um, yeah, sure. Um, so the biggest thing was to track your expenses mm-hmm. and to make sure that you know what's coming in and out of your account. Um, and to not look at a budget as a bad thing, right? It's a, it's a guide. It helps us navigate and tell our money what to do. So if there was one takeaway from last week, it would be you have to address the things you don't want to look at, you know, your credit, you have to address the debt that you have and create a plan. And once you follow through with that plan, it'll be so much easier to get to where you want to go. I don't have anything to add. Oh, and uh, we also talked about um, paying yourself first to build your account instead of worrying about paying for everything. Always pay your pay. The first thing that should come out is money into your savings account and not being afraid um, to take that money and put it in your savings account. Um, But yeah, so let's get started talking about maintaining the budget that I created. Um, so after last week's episode, I sat down, well, the next day, because getting it late. So the next day I sat down with my notebook and I redid my budget with some of the tips um, that you gave last week. I allocated it to my savings account um, and I actually created a new savings account for travel. So I had an emergency savings and I have a travel savings account. I have questions about that, um, about having different types of savings accounts. But that's what it's doing. But yeah, so I don't interest it. My issue is how do I maintain that? And then when I get an influx of income, but it's only like one time, like a tax refund, or I get my stimulus check and it's this lump sum, how do I then work that into my budget, but also realize that next month this extra money might not be there, or how can I carry over that extra money into next month? Yeah, so this is great. Um, I really, really like this topic, right? Because oftentimes we get excited about our new budgets. We're like, yeah, I got this budget. And then that excitement wears off and we're like, oh, I gotta follow this stupid budget, right? Mm-hmm. We gotta remember it's not how we start, it's how we finish. So when you get your budget and you've started saving, you got it going, right? How can you keep it going? easily so that it's not a trigger. And so the best way to do that is to automate your savings. So with your regular paycheck, have your deposit, your direct deposit set up so that some of your money automatically goes into your savings account and you never even see it in your checking account, right? So it's kind of like you set it and you forget it. Then you don't see it. It's out of sight. It's out of mind. You kind of remember you got some money going to savings, but you really don't miss it because you're not thinking about it. So that's the first thing to maintaining the growth of your savings account. And so the other thing, too, is to start off small. Right. So many times we're like, I know I have five hundred dollars extra in my budget. And so I'm going to put that whole five hundred dollars in my savings. Right. It might sound like a great idea to start, but if you've never saved $500 a month, it's very hard to maintain that. So you want to start in moderation with 
smaller amounts and then build up to the point where, okay, you really don't feel it. Mm-hmm. So once you get good at developing that habit and it becomes second nature, then you can increase to a point where, okay, this is a little bit of steam, um, but that discipline is there. So you don't revert back to old habits. So automate when you can have it go straight to your savings if you have different habits. Now, the next thing, this question about one-time uh, bonuses, like a, a tax refund or bonus, things like that. I love this question um, because this is like pertinent for right now. Let's say I got the stimulus check, right? I was fortunate enough to get it. What should I do with the stimulus check to help myself out right now? Uh-huh. The method that I share with my clients is 10 10 40, 40. Okay. And so you can take the variation of this however you want. So the first 10% is to do something fun for yourself. Like you put that aside, this 10%, I'm going to treat myself. So that way I don't feel like I am being completely responsible and I regret, you know, what I've done with the money. Uh Second 10% is charitable tithing, pay it forward, whatever you want to call it. Um, but this is sowing your good seed back into the world. The first 40% goes into your savings or your investments, okay? And so this could be, if I don't have my emergency fund fully stopped, I'm gonna take 40% of my bonus check and I'm gonna put that into my savings account and it's there. If my, my emergency fund is fully stopped, then I'm gonna invest that 40%. And so, now I have 40% left. That is going to go towards debt, whatever debt that I have. So the reason why I teach percentages is because you can apply this to any amount, right? So I, my bonus is $1,000. Then that's 100, 100, 400, 400. That covers the full amount. If my bonus is $10,000, right? Then it's 1,000, 1,000, 4,000, 4,000. So it doesn't matter what the dollar amount is. I can apply this same formula to anything and know where my extra money is gonna go. And so one of the reasons why I always tell people to set aside 10% is because if we are completely responsible with the entire amount, so let's say, you know, I wanna be really aggressive and I wanna pay off my credit card, right? And I throw my whole refund check to this credit card and I don't do anything for myself. You can regret that payment and start to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where you are not as satisfied with the journey. And so it becomes more of a chore. And so while we do want to improve our finances, we want to, you know, get in this journey where we're achieving financial freedom. It shouldn't be a miserable space. It should be an opportunity for us to still enjoy our life because what's the point of, you know, chasing to be debt free or chasing to be a millionaire. It took me two years and I hated those whole years. So I always tell my clients that yes, we want you to reach your goals, but you want to get there and you want to enjoy the ride, right? It's not just about reaching some destination at some point, but we want to make sure that we do something for ourselves too um, and not completely regret, you know, doing the responsible thing all the time. So the 40% that goes towards debt and the 40% that goes towards investing or savings is a lot of responsibleness. It's a good thing. Um, and so 
you'll feel good about that too, but you'll also do something nice for yourself. Okay. Tiffany, you got anything to add? Uh-oh. Sounds good to me. I can't hear you. I think you muted me. No. Me. All right, can you hear me now? Mm, it still sounds far back. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Um, I, th- I don't have anything to say. I think it sounds good. Okay. All right. Um, so now let's talk about building up the savings account. So I have, I get $20. Like, let's say I'm putting $20 into my savings account every um, but $20 doesn't seem like it's going far, and maybe I have a goal of X amount for the year, so I need to get a thousand dollars um, by the end of the year. Um, $20 is cool, but maybe I have to skip a few paychecks because, um, I don't know, life happens. Um, what are some tips for people that are trying to build a savings account that they may not have um, the extra money or what are some things that they could do to build their savings account or what are some tricks besides automation? Because I know way back when, when I was working part-time, automation was hard because I never knew how many hours I was going to work. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to say, okay, I'm going to put $50 in every two weeks. When two weeks would come, I might not have that fifty dollars because I didn't get enough hours to be able to keep that fifty dollars going in there. Okay, so this is a good question. Um, when we are not sure about our income, then we have a different issue. It might not be okay. I need to cut back on expenses. I need to figure out ways to increase my income, and. So Oh, if I'm working part time and I don't have the capacity to uh, maybe start a side hustle or whatever the case might be, then I need to start thinking about some different creative strategies. And so this is where passive income really plays a factor. We can think about, okay, what are some apps or resources that I can share that pay me to share those resources? So, for example, um, when I share Robinhood or Stash or Digit or any of these like money apps, it pays me and my friend that enrolls in the program, right? And so if I can think of ways like that to help boost my savings, uh, that can help out. Um, but really, if you're in a situation where you're not sure of how much income you have coming in and you're not sure if you're going to be at a point where you're income meets your expenses Uh isn't the issue your issue is you need to make more income and so sometimes that's what we have to address and i mean and that's a fair conversation right a lot of times people assume well you don't have enough money because you're irresponsible with your money you're not managing it and sometimes that's not the case it's just that you're underemployed you don't have enough hours or you're not making enough for the hours that you work. And if that's the case, you have to find ways to either get more hours or find a job that is going to pay you more income for the hours that you work. And so in this time, it's kind of hard, right? We, we are limited to what our options are. But if you are underemployed, the the answer is you have to make more money. 
So there's only but so much creative strategy you can do. And if I can barely cover my bills, then saving is not my priority right now. It's covering the bills. Right. And I, I used to have that problem. Um, I had family members question, well, why don't you have money for this? And I'm like, I'm working part time. Like I drive Uber occasionally, but I don't have the money. So when I started teaching and I had, you know, money to cover my expenses, now the question was, how am I going to save? So I picked up a part-time job and I was literally taking my part-time check and dropping it into my savings account. The issue was keeping it in my savings account because then the expense would come up and I'd be like, mm, I don't need to work more hours. I can just pay it out of my savings account. Mm. My savings account was at zero again. So I was saving, but I wasn't maintaining my savings because I was coming up with excuses about, well, I need this, or I need this. And so I was taking my money from my savings account and paying my expenses. And my dad called it, you're using that as your new credit card. So now you're not charging your credit card, but now you're using all your savings account. And I'm like, yeah. how? what do I do? How can I maintain my, once I start putting money in my savings account, how can I maintain it? The trick for me was not having access to my savings account, which can be dangerous, but it was the only way that I could save when I was in college. I literally sent my dad money to put in a savings account for me because I would just spend it. Like it was, oh, I got money in my savings account. Oh, I need to hire. I'm just going to spend the money in my savings account. I don't have to spend the money in my checking account. I just spend that money. It doesn't hurt anything. So I was struggling again, maintaining stuff. So I would put stuff into place and I wasn't maintaining it. Um, are there savings accounts that people can use that will hold the money for them and won't let them, you know, just take it out? Is it something that people want? That's something that I've thrived off of. Like the savings account I have right now, I can't access to unless I physically walk into the bank to take the money out. And I needed that. I, you know, I'm not a saver. We've already established this. I'm not a saver. I'm a spender. Um, so I needed something to keep me away from my money. Yeah. So you used to be a spender. So another thing too is just start to shift your mindset and train yourself that I am a saver. I am a saver. I am a saver. Um, and your brain will start to think of ways to make that statement true. Mm-hmm. So. But you're absolutely right. Sometimes we need additional help to not look at our savings as like money that we actually can touch, right? Because it can feel like, oh yes, this money's here. I have to spend it. And you don't. And so we'll create these needs, these emergencies that are not emergencies, but we're like, oh my God, I have to do something. This money is here. And all of a sudden this thing popped up. I have to take care of it. And it's not. If it was really an emergency, then, okay, you can figure out, okay, is this a real emergency or is this just me trying to spend this money? Is this like life or death or is it I just want to spend some money because I have it? And so we have to get out of this spending every cent that we have because I'll make more money. Well, what happens if you can't make more money? happens when you know there is no next paycheck coming in we many of us are taking for granted that we have income every two weeks every month every whenever you get paid and we don't think about the fact that that job could be gone right Mm -hmm. 
you want to start conditioning yourself to get to the point where you're not relying on the fact that, oh, I'm going to get another paycheck. Right. Because what happens when you get to the point where you're retired and you're not going to get another paycheck. Um, and if we always are thinking, okay, well, I'm going to get another paycheck. I'm going to spend what's in this account now. You will never get to the point where you can actually retire because there will never be anything there. Mm -hmm. I'm with that. Yeah. Um. I've always, not always. Your sound is again. Wow, we can't hear you. Is there something over your speaker? I don't know why I keep going in and out. We can't hear you at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can go back to what she was gonna say. Um in a second. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> okay, I went out and came back in. So I was going to say that um, for me, I've learned kind of from like last week to this week that I, however, I am a good saver, but I need to have, I need to save in different ways. So I'm the type of person that um, if I have something below a certain amount in my savings account, I'm like, I'm broke. I can't do it. Like I need some more like now. And for other people that may not be broke, but to me it is because I'm used to being in a single parent like household and I had to work 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 to get everything so I had to learn how to save off of the budget that I created and I kind of grew up like that so now as an adult I'm like that so I kind of like get upset I would say when it gets to a certain amount in my savings account but I think that I need to work on having multiple types of savings account like Jamila said so I don't focus on that one because like I can have my savings account in my check-ins and then I have extra savings and then I won't touch it. But then also for me, um, I don't know if this makes sense. I won't pay. How do I put this? Um, I think I hold on to my money and my savings because I guess I'm frugal <laughs> with a lot of stuff. So then sometimes that's how I accrue that. Not necessarily because... Um, I probably can't afford it. It's just that I'm so frugal because I, I am the type of person like, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? I want to have money. And so that's kind of how like I create my debt. But I also need work, like I said, on having multiple savings because I have like multiple accounts, but I only use one. I'm only comfortable like with one. So I need to work on kind of spreading it out a little bit. Yeah, and that's what it's like. Well, we're actually at the Q&A. So we're at the Q and A, and this is where we um, wrote down some questions that we wanted to ask you. Um, a lot of my questions were follow up from last week. Um, so Tiffany, you want to start, or you want me to start? I can start it. So, okay. why does the budget I create keep failing? 
So budget keeps failing because there is no why behind why you have the budget, right? So many times you'll put together a budget, you're like, all right, I need this budget, but you're not committed to it. And so if you're not committed to it, you won't stick to what you make. And it might not be an intentional, I'm just not going to do this. It might be very different from what the lifestyle you're used to. So if I try to make a drastic change quickly and I haven't developed discipline, it's hard to commit to a budget, right? If I say I'm only going to eat out once a week and I've been used to eating out five times a week and I don't have a strong connection to why I'm changing, it's very hard to change. So if I'm making a new budget, I need to be very clear on why it's important for me to be successful with this new budget. What am I trying to do? Am I trying to save money to buy a house? Am I trying to put money away for a wedding? Am I trying to get debt so I can help a family member do something? What is the reason why I need this new budget to work? And once I'm connected to the reason why I need it to work, staying disciplined and committing to the budget is that much easier. Our next question was, how much do I need to save? So um, we talked a little bit about this, and it depends on what you're saving for. So if we're talking about an emergency fund, an emergency fund creates peace of mind. It creates a place for you to have financial stability where you don't have financial stress. And so that number depends on a lot of different things. How much does it cost you to live every month? Are you okay with having one month's living expenses in your savings? Or are you going to freak out if your account drops below a certain balance, right? So for the emergency fund, it's highly dependent on the person. Now, if you are trying to save for a house, um, the amount that you need to save in there depends, okay, how much is the down payment I'm trying to make on the house? What type of loan am I going to be using? Do I need to save 3.5%? Do I need to save 20%? And so this all goes back to, okay, what do I do? If I don't have a directional goal, I can't answer basic questions like this, how much I need to save. So you having a vacation fund is great because you know you want to go on vacation. How much is that vacation going to cost? That'll let you know how much you need to put in that vacation saving. So having intention behind why you're doing things gives you foundation for how much saving you need to have for a specific Thing. Okay. All right. Next question. All right. Next question is <clears throat> why should I build the savings? Because life happens, right? Um, we don't want to rely on credit. We don't want to dip into retirement accounts um, because there's always going to be some miscellaneous thing that gets thrown into our plans. My car is going to go out. I might get a speeding ticket. I got to move out, exit the lease quickly, whatever, right? Something happens. And so a savings account helps to alleviate the stress connected to those wrenches that are thrown in our plans. Um, and then again, it just brings peace of mind. If I have, you know, $5,000 in my savings account, I got a little bit more confidence to me than somebody that has 50 bucks, right? Um, because I'm not as stressed. And so there is a level of just ease that comes with knowing you have a safety and you are not, you know, 24 hours away from having to beg somebody for some money. 
next question is, should I have more than one savings account? So um, this answer depends. I have a bajillion savings accounts <laughs> because I like to see my progress on different goals, period, right? So um, I have a savings for real estate projects that I'm pursuing. I have a savings for my emergency fund. I have a savings for money I want to invest in a certain project. I got vacation savings. So like I got a whole bunch of savings accounts because I like to see the individual amounts towards each goal. And all of them, I'm saving different amounts for different periods of time. And so I'm not equally contributing to all of them the same way. So for me, I like having multiple savings accounts because I can see the progress on each goal and I know where I stand for that specific goal. Some people are okay with just having one huge lump sum and all the money being commingled. For me, it doesn't work for me. I like seeing the progress. I like I got three more weeks left to hit this goal. How can I race myself to get there, right? Because for me, like stuff like this is a game. I like to challenge myself. All right, cool. Let me cut back on this entertainment budget so I can hit my, my goal faster. So I like multiple savings accounts. Some people might only like one. Um, but if you are really trying to track um, and pursue different goals, maybe you have sinking funds where there's an end date for something, um, multiple savings accounts is great. Okay. Um, let's see. All right. So how can I make my savings sustainable? So, um, by sustainable, we're saying how do we make it a habit? Yeah, make it last mm -hmm. longer. Okay. So, um, this really goes back to how well your budget is crafted. So, if I create a budget where the money that I'm putting into savings truly is money that I don't need, then I will be less likely to touch it. Sometimes when we have a lofty goal of saving, so like you mentioned earlier, I might want to save $1,000 by the end of the year. And so if I were to do that, and let's say I'm starting right now, I need to save like, what's that? A little over $100 a month. Mm -hmm. I don't have $100 a month in my budget to put in my savings. I might slowly keep eating away at that. And so then the money doesn't stay in the savings and I don't hit my goal. So sometimes we have to be honest about, OK, well, how much can I actually save and leave in my savings um, without regularly taking the money out? And if that amount is only twenty dollars a check or ten dollars a check, we have to be OK with that because at least we develop the habit and the discipline of actually leaving the money in the savings and not continuously taking it back out because it's there. Okay. That's that's a problem that I've run into taking it out to supplement what I don't have, even though I don't need to do it. Uh, okay, so how do I figure out what my expenses are? So there are a couple ways to do this. Um, for us younger folks that love our technology, there's plenty of apps. So you can download an app like Mint, M-I-N-T, and it will connect to your bank account and tell you what all your transactions are, and you can see where you spent your money. Um, some bank apps already have it built in. So if you have like a Wells Fargo, Bank of America, uh, PNC, y'all know all the big box banks. If you have any of those, they have apps that analyze your transactions for you and can tell you, okay, what have you been spending money on? 
Um, or if you take a look at your bank statement, you can go back and see, okay, where did I spend money? Um, to see some of those smaller things that you don't automatically think of during the day. But expenses are anything that is money coming out of your account. Me, spending money, those are expenses. Some of them are necessary, others are not. And so I can create a budget based around what I'm spending money on. We know the major expenses we have, rent or mortgage, utilities, car insurance, car notes, things like that. But some of the smaller things are gonna require us to take a look and see what our transactions have been. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, we can skip the next one because I wrote the same question twice. I just worded it a different way. I just realized that. So go down to, because we already talked about stimulus check, right? Or you want to talk about that again this week? Um, For the next question? We can do the next question. I already put it on the screen. So do it? Yeah. Okay. So I got my stimulus check. My bills are paid. What should I do with the rest? Um... Go back to the uh, 10, 10, 40, 40. So use some of it for yourself. Find something that's going to make you happy while you're in the house. So that could be, you know, maybe you get an ebook or I don't know uh, how much, how much, well, it depends on how much is left over. Do something for yourself, but then invest. Um, there are lots of ways to get involved and have that money work for you. So a lot of people have been joining the stock market, learning about mutual funds, um, different strategies to have that money make money for you. So I highly suggest um, doing something like that with the extra money. Yeah, that's what I just did. We invested in some stocks, some little stocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was hard for me. Because <laughs> I, like, yeah. I wanted to invest in them, but I just was like, you know, my my biggest thing was always trying to figure out which ones to invest in. So I went on like this little course on Facebook that one of these men who's giving out tips on which stocks and how to invest in it and how he made a certain percentage and stuff like that. So then I looked at that and then we kind of been investing in the last couple of weeks into little stocks especially the ones that don't cost as much because they've been moving a little quicker than the other ones, like the airlines and stuff. Um, let's see. How should I invest or save my tax refund? So we already talked about the 10, 10, 40, 40. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that applies to this um, question, but I always get my refund. I'm like, what do I do with it? Like, do I go buy all the things that I wanted for the year that I couldn't afford? <laughs> do I save all of it? Like, what do I do with this refund check? Yeah, so this this will go back to that same strategy that I have, 10, 10, 40, 40. Um, but definitely, I always want to emphasize, do something for yourself, but don't go crazy, right? Many times we'll see people use their tax refund and they're like, I'm going to buy a new car. Right. And it's like you got the refund check for now, but can you sustain the monthly payment? No. So um, we want to make sure that whatever we're doing, it's actually sustainable. And so that's why I like that formula so much. Um, 
because it does create something that works just for this instant. I don't have to worry about a monthly recurring new bill um, that I might not be able to keep up with. All right, so that is the end of our questioners. We're gonna get to the wrap up, um, our final thoughts, and we're gonna offer you some advice. Uh, we'll let Tremaine go first. Oh, final thoughts. Um, so my final thoughts are to get connected with your why. So we talked about being able to maintain a budget and um, building your savings and a lot of this stuff gets easier when you're really committed to your growth and changing. And so um, for me, it has been that journey, growth and changing and understanding like the reason why I'm doing so much of this stuff is bigger than me. And so when it gets hard and I want to quit, um, I think about the reason why I'm even doing it. So if I had any piece of advice, it would to be get connected with why you want to change. And it can be a super selfish reason if that's going to motivate you. But you have to understand what is going to drive me when this gets hard, because change is difficult and it's not going to be, you know, some walk in the park that you're just going to master overnight. Um, and so being connected to why this matters will help you when you get to that point And it's super hard. Okay. Um, I would say my final thoughts and advice would be to just do it. Um, and then when it get, if it gets tough, just get some advice. Um, it's people out here that are willing to help you get to your goals. Um, I know that I'm, I'm more than 100% likely gonna get help. Um, Cause I've been doing pretty good, reducing rent, reducing expenses, but there are just some things I don't know. Um, I wanna start investing, but I need to, Get advice on investing. Um, researching is cool on the internet, but there are experts out here that can help you figure out where what are the best place, where are the best places to put your money. So my advice would be to get help if you need help. You're building a budget and it's constantly failing. It's time to get somebody to help you. And all help does not cost money. Um, there are people out here offering free resources that you can use. Um, to build your budget, pay down your debt, and to build a savings account. My final thoughts is basically, I think I kind of had a quote like this last week, but I'm just going to probably reiterate it. Um, you know, starting somewhere, I think like Trane was saying, starting somewhere is the most important thing. Like, so if you can't, if you don't ever start, then you'll never be able to reach your goals. So, every little milestone is important so just because you started a savings account and um you took a little bit more out than you're supposed to don't beat down on yourself just get back up and put and start it again well it's time for the quote of the day by tiffy all right so i'm gonna be blank off the screen all right first one if your dreams don't scare you they aren't big enough also, going on to the second one. If you want to feel rich, just count the things you have that money can't buy. At this time, during the coronavirus, I think that's a good quote to kind of just self-reflect on um, some of the materialistic things that we, we worship. Um, we kind of took for granted because people are leaving like left and right. But um, don't go broke trying to look rich. So again, live above your don't live above your means. Live within your means. 
if you know that you use you like to use degree deodorant but it's four dollars then but your budget only allows you to get swap you get swap unless it breaks out <laughs> so yeah living in, <laughs> living within your means all right so next up it's time for the announcements so the first announcement is that Love Jones Live is coming up on Friday, May 8th at 8 p.m. And we're going to be live on Melanin Messages Facebook and Melanin Messages YouTube. All you have to do is like or subscribe to one of those so that you can watch our live video. And our next announcement, which is really cool, we have an all-male panel discussion coming up this Thursday at 8 p.m. We have a couple of guys that are going to come on and talk about the stages in a relationship from being single to being married. Um, and we're going to be doing this all-male panel once a month. Um, well, no, every two weeks, depending on if we can get the men or not. But, yeah, we're going to be doing that every two weeks. It's going to alternate with me and Tiffany's live video we do on Instagram. This one, however, is going to be on our Facebook and YouTube pages. So make sure you go like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can get the alerts about our all-male panel discussion that is coming up this Thursday that we're going to be doing every two weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Well, we really appreciate you, man, for coming back again and hanging with us yes. on this great virtual quarantine podcast. And make sure you follow her <laughs> at My Last Dime on Instagram and Facebook and check out her website, My Last Dime, for plenty of resources. I got my budget from her website, so you should definitely go on there and check it out and follow her and get those resources. Um, but yeah, that's it. We're done. Thanks for having me, guys. This was awesome. Well, until next week. Peace. Peace.